Good morning and welcome to another episode of FNM Doing a Podcast. I'm Curtis. Wakanda's variant MC Grief Counselor. And it's morning time. It's time for me to go home and hopefully get in the finale of Game Time and watch Atlanta catch up on it. And I wanted to talk about something that happened this week that uh, I've talked about a little bit in Twitter form, but I haven't told the whole story. So here's story time, part two with Curtis Harris. Uh, this episode is basically about what's been going on with my dad. My dad, uh, I'm going to be honest here. My dad is an alcoholic who has been dealing with PTSD since the Vietnam War. And he has been dealing with that all his life. Depression is hard on regular humans, but it's very hard and crippling, almost suicidal uh, on veterans. And it's suicidal on regular humans as well. But my dad, ever since my mom passed away over uh, over 12 to 13 years ago, uh, my uh, dad has been a widow and dealing with it. And he's been honestly, there's some days when he honestly wants to meet my mom. Because he's been suffering with depression so goddamn bad. And with the pandemic, it didn't make anything easier because we weren't close. I wasn't closer. I've got two girls that he loves, his grandkids. We weren't closer. He, the grandkids couldn't get close to him, like, you know, and everything. Hug your granddad, make him feel good. Uh, so it's been tough. And the place he's at, town he lives in, Ardmore, isn't great at all. Every time I talk to him, I get one story about how white people are giving him a hard fucking time because they're all MAGA. And I'm pretty sure there's lots of that. I'm pretty sure, like all of us that are black, we are dealing with MAGA in some form or another. And so... I, I understand what he's going through. It's painful, and I hate it, but he's going through some shit. Uh, but anyway, uh, the story for this week, my dad, I, for, I've been trying to get my dad to come down the visit. I've been begging and pleading. I've been talking to him like a man, like I talked to a friend, basically saying, please, for the love of fuck. And I use those words come visit because you are not well and you need to be around people. You need to be living in assisted living. You need to be not in a situation where you don't want to give a fuck. You want to be around some people that are going to check on you and make sure that you're taking your meds because you can't afford to not take your meds. And my dad, unfortunately, he wasn't taking his meds like he should. He was drinking more now more than ever now. He dropped off for a little bit, cooled off for a little bit, and it was good. Then the pandemic happened, and he depression hit, and then it was a bad combination. And I'm saying this right now because I literally thought my dad was going to die. I, <clears throat> I didn't want to think that, but there were moments when I didn't know what phone call I was going to get. 
But uh, after talking to him and trying to get him to convince him to talk, and he didn't want to hear it, but I had to be the bad guy. I had to give him tough love. I had to tell him, I had to say something, get him to get back on the horse, get back going again. And then a few days later, I talked to him and I left it without trying to talk to him, you know, without talking about going to the hospital, doing that kind of thing. I just left it alone. And, uh, sure enough, my sister calls me or messages me and tells me that dad fell and couldn't get to the door. He couldn't get up. The fire, the fire, fire trucks, the firemen had to come in, bust down the door to get him out. They sent him to the hospital where he was, I guess, trying to go cold turkey. And the combination of going cold turkey and not taking his meds. Put him in ICU. And then put him where he wasn't going to be coherent because he was still suffering from it. And he's going to be for the next couple of days. And I tell you this without crying because I, not because I don't care, it's because this is my worst fear, my next to worst fear for my dad. And to have things hit the wall like they did with my dad, the reason why I'm saying he's an alcoholic, he's a veteran alcoholic, is because I have come to that conclusion. My dad has dealt with a lot of shit. He's dealing with a lot of demons. And those demons, God willing, he won't let them succumb to him. He won't let them win. And he'll continue fighting. My dad has fought so hard enough as it is. Dealing with the responsibility of making that decision for my wife from for my mom's for my mom to pass because he had to tell them to because she would have been brain dead. But that's another story and that's another sad story, but that's what happened. Uh so my dad's in the hospital and it gives my brother time to go to the house, which my brother did yesterday. He went to the house. And he found what the word, what we kind of expected. He found the house basically a wreck because of hoarding, because of not giving a fuck, because of depression. The deep freeze was worse than he could imagine. The refrigerator was worse than he could imagine. Then he got to the bedroom. And it was basically worse too. My dad had pee buckets, pee bottles. Or he couldn't get up in the morning, so he peed into these bottles. My dad had jugs of liquor and alcohol. Some of it, my brother was clear, was not his. And then, well, that brings me to another part of the story that I'm going to get to. And so, he's going to clean it up and clean it up hopefully before my dad can get home. He's going to get a lot of the shit that my dad's been hoarding out because it needs to go. Uh, and here I am, seven hours away, 
unable to be there and help him. My sister and my brother-in-law, I love them both. Uh, They really came through. My sister-in-law came through more than ever. We didn't want her to be doing all this because she dealt with it with her mom. Uh, enough as it is. I didn't want her to become like taking care of my dad like that. He needs someone to take care of him. He said it himself a few weeks ago. My dad made the mistake, I say made the mistake, unfortunately, of not putting my Aunt Vera in a uh, home when she was on the slide and not helping out. The depression hit her so until the point she didn't care anymore. And so my dad was suffering due to that. So that also added to a lot of what he's dealing with right now. And so uh, he's still in the hospital so give prayers or well wishes whatever you want. Uh, the next part of the story is a little light humor well light humor for Harris people because we have a dark sense of humor we get it from our dad so my sister calls me last night and says hey uh, you won't believe what happened she went up there asking the nurse where the doctor was and why she hadn't been able to talk to the doctor well the nurse goes oh well, his wife talked to him earlier, that it's Oklahoma, and said, you know, every, we told her everything she needed to know. My sister went, and I went, the wife? I kind of had a feeling about this because the person who he's dating, his girlfriend, who is way younger than he is, is not the type of, type of person who gives a fuck about her. Uh, if she did, she would be trying to get him to a fucking hospital. But that's not the case. So, instead, uh, basically, my... So, my sister's like, uh, that woman cannot be a visitor here. Because she can't be trusted. And she lied to you telling her telling you that she is his wife after all that uh, me and I was like shocked yeah this woman my dad is dating claims not only that but claims to uh, have a baby she has a baby but Claims that it's his. And some other stuff that's going on as well. And I'm not going to dish the tea on that stuff right now. But let's just say she's not in his best interest. She's the type of person that probably would take his wallet. Thankfully, my sister got his wallet, took it home with her. Because if anyone visiting has saw his wallet, they probably would clean it out. It's Ardmore. That's how people are here. People are there. Uh, after that happened, I was just shocked. We kind of laughed a little bit, talking about how my dad. We've been telling him about this woman and how she's not good for him, and 
he's always telling you know us that he doesn't want to he doesn't want to leave because he wants to stay with her that's awesome that's sweet but she's not good for him so I'm sitting there going this woman pulls some Tyler Perry bullshit by saying she's his wife the fucking audacity and we laughed because what can you do without raging she said don't worry I'm gonna handle it and she will not bother our daddy again and I trust my sister's not gonna pull some Tyler Perry bullshit on that end either she knows she knows how to she knows how to talk to someone in a nice calm way and straighten shit out and that's good because I did not want that woman meeting my brother because I'm pretty sure he would have a lot fucking more to say and I would too but I've got kids and <clears throat> I don't want to try and I don't harass women I don't for I don't carouse women like that so I know my sister's going to handle it just proper and civil but yeah that's my life this week dealing with my dad who is hopefully uh, recovering from the chemical mixture of the medicine and alcohol uh, we're going to get him rehab and he's going to get an assisted living but before assisted living he's going to probably have to go into a home because he cannot take care of himself he refuses to take care of himself. So what can I do? I know this wasn't going to be... I This episode was definitely going to be a serious one. And it's I'm very transparent with you. I'm very transparent with everybody. I've always been. So, uh... Keep us in your prayers and well wishes. Whoever you believe. And, uh... This has been F and I'm doing a podcast and we will talk again shortly.